Howdy, 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 y'all. It's another episode of Americinda with your boys, Travis and Corey of the Vandaliers. Aren't you excited to be here in this weird dressing room? <laughs> I am excited. What uh, what town are we in? Fucking San Angelo, man. Where uh, the fuck is San Angelo? Dude, I hate this town. <laughs> Honestly, I uh, I was at my barbecue job the other day, and um, my buddy was like, oh, what you doing this weekend? You're, you're coming in for work, right? I was like, nah, man, I got to go to San Angelo. He goes, ooh. <laughs> like, you're coming in for work? I wish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, he was like, oh man, I went to school out there. That place sucks. I was like, what were you like, the only black guy? Or what? <laughs> he was like, pretty much, bro. Like, it was wild out there. Damn. Yeah, we're playing a little uh, uh, theater thing, and there, there's a, it's all seated, and there's a, a, a seat about six inches in front of yeah. my fucking piano. They're gonna be like craning their necks, looking straight up at me from underneath. It's, it's like weird. Bad movie theater seats where you're like, you're like, I'm gonna sit right at the front, and then like, 20 minutes in the movie, you're like, my fucking neck, man. <laughs> That's where I watched uh, the first Lord of the Rings at like midnight the day it came out, and it was like huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucked myself. It was it was a Thursday, so I still had to go to school the next day on like three hours <laughs> sleep. <laughs> but yeah, the whole theater was sold out, and like we didn't dress as wizards and wait in line for five hours, so of course we were on the very front row, just like. Crane in our necks, man. Either it was the, so- either the front row or the handicapped seats, right? That's the only shit that's left. I was gonna say, what were you doing in a midnight show? And were you just like super into Lord of the Rings at the time? No, like all my buddies were, and I was just like, all right, I'll go. Like, just, like going to Dungeons and Dragons, fucking. I, oh, by the way, I watched that movie the other day. <laughs> what a piece of hot garbage that was. Like it was funny, but oh my god, I couldn't even pay attention to it at all. I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it. I didn't. Just like San Angelo, the town of my dreams. Yeah. No, that is where it's San Angelo. Yeah. That's the town, right? Yeah. 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 I, um, have you ever had a good time here? I've had some times here at the Blaine's Pub, oh. the bar of my dreams. Uh, what's the song? William Clark Green? No, it's uh, the song is uh, that tall guy from Dallas. <laughs> Motherfucker went to SMU, used to play at Adairs all the time. Jack Ingram. Jack Ingram? It's a Jack Ingram song? Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, he's got a tune called uh, Blaine's Ferris Wheel, and it's about Blaine that owned Blaine's Pub down here. And if you listen to the his live album, I think it's a live album, I don't remember, but he, uh, he's... But the track before that ends with him giving like a five minute story about Blaine that's actually pretty fucking funny. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> we've never like met that guy, right? Uh, Blaine, you know, he died. He's oh, he, he is he's a dead man. He's yeah. dead now. Oh man, <laughs> oh man, that bar sucks. Yeah, I uh, I was like, now that he's dead, you can say his bar sucks. Yeah, right? I looked at uh, going there tonight just like for shits and gigs, you know. Uh, there's not any music, and they, it looks like they're barely doing shows anymore, which is crazy because I feel like it was like every single day when it used to be playing there. Uh, yeah, and we'd play. They put our drummer in the little fishbowl, which he hated. Oh, hated it. And then, you know, the song in this Jack Ingram song, like, they have to nail the tables to the floor because it's so rowdy in there. People are standing on the tables uh-huh. and all, all this shit. And meanwhile, we'd be playing. There'd be a line at the door of people waiting to come in but not coming in. And then as soon as we were done, they would flood in so that they didn't have to pay the cover charge. Yeah, the cover charge goes away as soon as the band's done. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, cover charge was, like, five fucking dollars. That's how hated we are in this town. Yeah. It was great, though. Oh, so we're doing episode number... Is that, wait, wait, is that where we met Weston? 
I don't. You don't know? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. We're doing episode number seventy-two of Americinda, and it's about baseball, your favorite sport. I know. I feel like we missed the mark on this one. Yeah. If we had done seventy-three, it would be Barry Bonds' most home runs. Oh damn! You know, steroid era shit. Who's your favorite number seventy-two? That's not a fucking baseball <laughs> number. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> seventy-two. <laughs> what do I have? A Google search famous seventy-two <laughs> ball players. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the World Series in 1972? Ooh, that's a good question. I actually probably could find that out really quick. But I'm really excited about this show. You know how much I fucking love baseball. Um, and I had a lot of fun looking through these uh, songs. And my team's doing really good this year. So I'm super stoked about this. I, uh, I think we got some great songs on here. And, uh, dude, Rangers just won today. Yeah. I mean, how are they doing? They're doing good, right? Yeah. While you're looking up the 72 thing, uh, let's do a little housekeeping. So since we've done the last episode, uh, I've put the Talking Only episodes up where you can get them not on Spotify anymore. So you can get them on uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. There are a bunch of places now that you can get the show without music. If you want to hear the full show... The, the preferred way of, of listening to the show, I think, the, mm. uh, the best way. Have some music in there. Don't just listen to our stupid asses. Yeah, that's our home base, Spotify. But, uh, yeah, you can hear us wherever is good for you. And if you feel bad about putting money in a billionaire's pocket that doesn't pay musicians, I get it. Or pay up. Well, pay, <coughs> pay us for either thing. Yeah. <laughs> in a couple uh, weeks, it's going to let me turn on a listener support feature. So stay tuned for more Info about that. Uh, it's going to let it, you guys donate money to us on a monthly basis, um, set it up, and then forget it, and then we'll get to eat sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, occasionally. <laughs> We're not trying to eat all the time, but if you could help us sometimes to eat, that would be super cool. So 1972 was the A's in seven against the Reds, and I think that was the first year they went into their, like, they won like three and four years or something like that in the seventies. These were beasts in seventies. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Now they have to move to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> they did that shit on purpose. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. They had what the the smallest attendance of a game since nineteen seventy three the other day, like two thousand people. Damn. Like, like that's great. I mean, I remember when I used to go to Rangers games when I was in high school, and they were terrible. And I thought it was empty there, and there was like twelve thousand people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what uh, you said you could get season tickets to the A's for how much was it? Oh my God! It wasn't like full season. It wasn't like eighty two games, eighty two games at home or whatever it is. It was like sixty six games, like the rest of the season or something like that. And it was ninety nine bucks. It's like a dollar a game. <laughs> yeah, it was like a dollar. I was like, damn. If I lived in Oakland, I would be. All over that shit. Even if you're not a baseball fan, like, just b- buy a couple and bring your family. Like, I don't I don't know. That's cheap-ass entertainment. Yeah, if you're only, uh, you know, sinking a dollar into it, you could be like, fuck, I'll go in the fourth inning. I'll leave in the sixth. Like, you just stop in for a second. That's just- the, yeah, that's the best part about season tickets, right, is you're like, I've got these tickets and I don't even care because I go to every game. So and then if you're only spending a dollar per game, dude, get fucking hammered drunk on beers, right? Because what are tickets now? Forty, fifty, God, yeah. uh, for average tickets, and you're talking about a hundred dollars for like lower level tickets. 
just get hammered on $8 beers and you're saving all the, man. I would be there all the time and I don't, I fucking hate the ace. <laughs> baseball, man. Yeah, baseball. Well, you know, they got kind of shit fucked because they've got like San Francisco across the bay, which has like one of the prettiest stadiums in baseball. But, uh, and the Giants are good. So <laughs> you're shit fucked. Anyway, we don't got to about, talk about baseball this whole show. No. Because I could talk about it for literally ever. Okay, let's uh, do some more baseball at some point in the show. I think we got a few yeah. baseball stories to tell. We, we, went to a, we went to a baseball game with Sam Morrow once on tour. We, did. we got a good story about that. Uh, so I don't know. I'm, I'm going to a bunch of games this year. I just found out where uh, we went to the Atlanta Braves Rangers game in, uh, at Arlington Stadium the other day. Uh, when we get back from this next tour, I'm going to a Braves game in Atlanta. Cool. Yeah, and then I'm going to go to a Lookouts game. I think I'm going to go to a Trash Pandas game, minor league, and I'm maybe a Gwinnett Stripers game. I'm just going to make take two weeks and just do minor league baseball and the Braves. Hell yeah. I'm super excited. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm super fucking excited. They're all within like hour and a half of Chattanooga. Oh, so, cool. yeah, it's like fucking whatever. And minor league games are cheap as hell, you know? Yeah. So I'm super excited to... Braves tickets were expensive as fuck, though. Hopefully we make some good money on this run. If you want to see uh, where we're going, we're going to be out for five weeks. West Coast and Mexico and a lot of other places. Vanderleers.com slash shows. Anyway, you want to play some more songs? Yeah, let's do some songs. I feel like we've been talking for a minute. <laughs> All right, we were driving... Today, obviously, in San Angelo, it's, what, a four- or five-hour drive? Should have been three and a half. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Son of a bitch. But I don't remember what came up is uh, we're going, stopping at a gas station. We're leaving. We're all talking about That's weird. Stopping at a gas station? Yeah. Like, we never do that, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like I haven't been to every single fucking gas station in the entire United States. And when we were in Europe, we were passing gas station going, oh, I've been there. <laughs> That's our favorite game to play, and uh, it's Rachel's least favorite game that we play is uh, passing different gas stations on the highway, pointing at them and going, "Hey, I've been there." Yeah, we like <laughs> we used to do it all the time to each other, and then we kind of lost interest, <coughs> and then Rachel j- started coming around. And I don't think we realized we were doing. It. We we're just like, yeah. "Hey, that looks familiar. We've been there." And we was like, "Oh yeah," just making conversation. Yeah. And then she's like, "You know, you guys do that at every gas station we pass." And we're like, <laughs> "Oh, I guess we do." <laughs> so, so now we don't even say it to each other. It's just, "Hey, Rachel, we've been there." <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. She just immediately looks down in <laughs> sadness, man. Uh, yeah. So we were at a gas station, and I think we were maybe. I don't know. Somebody was talking about healthy well, Josh, snacks. Yeah, he's been on a, a health kick lately. He's yeah. been eating a lot. He's been doing great. Like yeah. He's been eating a lot of whole foods, he's a lot eating, of healthy stuff. He was eating an orange that day. Yeah. He was eating an orange as he was saying this. But he's like, I was in there looking for a healthy option. And uh, he's like, there was slim pickings, so I ended up getting an orange. But then I, <laughs> I was looking over at the hard-boiled eggs. Who gets those? Oh, uh, yeah. So I immediately <laughs> like went down a fucking rabbit hole of... Okay, actually, first of all, if you eat gas station hard-boiled eggs, let us know. I want <laughs> I want to know what drives you to do this cuz I've seen Rachel do it and it always weirded me out yeah. like why are they wet? Yeah. You know. So I, anyway, I immediately Google this and the first thing that comes up, the very first thing I just googled gas station hard-boiled eggs, the first 
thing that comes up on the entire internet is an article that is, I am the guy who eats gas station <laughs> boiled eggs. Is he handsome? Uh, there was no picture of the man. <laughs> so I assume no. But he, uh, you know, he's talking about how, uh, how much he loves to stick his hands in that fucking plastic bag and touch damp eggs and flip the excess fucking juice off. And I was just like, that is so fucking gross. Like, I get it. It's just a hard-boiled egg. I feel like, and now I'm going to eat one. Like, next time I see one, I'm but, getting one. But the thing is, they they overboil them, and then they add some preservatives in there, which are unneeded if you just leave it in the fucking shell. Well, yeah, right? Like, I mean, a hard-boiled egg will last you a week. Two weeks or... Two, whatever, yeah. right? So why put preservatives in them if... They're all, so that was another part of the article was that most of them are, have a seven-day shelf life. Like, that's what it says on the bag. So why put preservatives in them? Are they going unrefrigerated for long periods of time? Like, <laughs> what's, what's happening with these fucking hard-boiled eggs? And they take all the nutrition out, add stuff that's worse for you, like full of sodium. Yeah. And then somehow they have no flavor. Yeah. I also saw a guy, another also going down a rabbit hole. Uh, a TikTok video. I don't have TikTok, but it was a Google video or whatever. It was a dude who took all the liquid that comes in the packages for hard-boiled eggs at gas stations. He saved it from all the hard-boiled eggs he ate at gas stations. And then he hard-boiled his own eggs and kept his own hard-boiled eggs in the juice <laughs> from the gas station. And my That's recycling. Yeah. But like... Does that water go bad? Like, like how, like how, how many gas station hard boiled eggs did you have to eat to get enough juice to put it in a bag and do your own? Because like, yeah, right. Like that's and it was like uh, gray. The water was gray. <laughs> it reminds me of that meme where the guy was uh, saving his boiled hot dog water and then putting it in ice cube trays and making hot dog oh. ice. Kill yourself, man. Like, what, what is, what, what good could possibly fucking ever come from hot dog ice water? Like, oh, what, that could be like a, you could put it in a, a Bloody Mary. <laughs> okay, coming around now. <laughs> all right, all right. Like, like, uh, like with the bacon vodka. Yeah, do some like hot dog water with like uh, Bloody Mary spices. So as it melts, it, it doesn't make it. Watered down, it becomes more Bloody Mary like. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should just do bacon grease uh, ice, right? Like just a tiny bit of bacon grease in your ice with Bloody Mary seasoning, and put oh, it damn. in a Bloody Mary. Damn, that's oh, shit. smart shit right there. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> People don't usually come here. To hear you say something smart, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I, <laughs> you just asked me a second ago if I ever jer- uh, dipped jerky into ranch, and I was like, I already did that today. <laughs> and I did too. <laughs> Slim Jims and ranch, delicious. What was the Slim Jim you had the other day? Oh, it was like four things in one. It was like Doritos mixed with Jack Lynx, but then it was sweet and spicy teriyaki like uh asian something or other it was i'm a huge fan of slim jims so anytime they come out with a new flavor i'm into it i feel like all the other what the fuck meat sticks yeah 
are uh, sad in comparison to Slim Jims. This one is good. Uh, It's fucking fire. So I think my problem with... It's a little slimier, though. Like like straight out of the package or like when you bite into it? Kind of both. It's like, you know how uh, Slim Jims have that kind of like, not... They're, they're not a crunch. It's like a chew. It's like... Well, yeah, there's like a small crunch on the outside and then inside, like, looks almost like ground meat, right? Yeah. And I like that. And I feel like all the Jack Link's ones you bite into and it's like the... Somehow more processed? Yes. Right? Yeah. Like a... Like a meat... A tube of meat. Blog? <laughs> yeah. My wife calls them tube meats, and she says uh, she's a, normally, uh, you know, vegetarian, as much vegan as possible, yeah. but she has a soft spot for tube meats, so... Well, that's... I bet she tells <laughs> yeah. you that all the time. <laughs> she's like 99% vegan, and then will eat the shit out of some hot dogs and fucking Slim Jims. Yeah, she just wants chicken beaks and big assholes <laughs> yeah. in her fucking food. <laughs> Dude, I love a Slim Jim, though, and the... Uh, Honestly, like, I always thought they were, like, disgusting. Uh, and then Rachel, like, right when we first started, met, like, we were on a road trip. She was like, got a Slim Jim. And I was like, ugh. And then I ate it and I was like, well, I'm ruined forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ruined forever. I got in a fight on the internet the other day, uh, the other day with the guy who was like, uh, ketchup does not belong on hot dogs. And I'm like, I'm going to get a fucking hot dog tattoo and I'm gonna put ketchup on it just to like fuck you like but this guy was like absolutely not and just going off on like why you can't do that and I'm just like cool like you're getting this tube of meat filled with pig lips and assholes and like ketchup's what ruins it fuck off that's such a weird thing where like I don't really do ketchup on hot dogs but I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it and like, if it's your personal preference, who gives a fuck? Like, uh, like I get it, Chicago, don't ask for ketchup on hot dogs, right? You will get annihilated. I found the loophole the other day when we were in Chicago with what Josh Walker. Uh, I ordered a side of fries, and I ordered ketchup for my fries. Damn, where? Oh, that little place. It looked good. Yeah. Was it good? It was all right. And then I put the ketchup on the fucking hot dog. So, so, but that's the thing, right? Like, New York dogs come with ketchup, right? Am I crazy? Isn't that the thing? But Chicago's come with mustard? Yeah. And there's, there's, a, there's a fight about it? I like to put both, quite frankly. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> frankly. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you do that on purpose? Uh, I did not, but. <laughs> that was really good. I fucking took a picture of it. Tagged the place, and I was like, Chicago, eating authentic Chicago dog, fucking piss some people off. Dude, did you do that in Italy whenever it was like pineapple stuffed crust pizza? Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Took a picture of us in Italy, and then, yeah, tagged it. Like, we're out here looking for some pineapple stuffed crust. <laughs> <laughs> some pineapple stuffed crust pan pizza. <laughs> you got any Chicago-style pizza out right here? Oh, yeah, I did another post, and we're looking for deep dish out here. <laughs> Man, those Italians, they were, uh, I couldn't tell if they were into us or not into us. Oh, we have a story about Italy uh, coming up, too, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You have to remind me which story it is. <laughs> yeah, which story it is. <laughs> I feel like I had something else food-related just now, but now I can't think of what it is. Like an idiot. All right. Do you want to talk about something else, or I do you want to... You know what I did see What did you do? Uh, Dustin raw dogged a hot dog today. I did see that. No condiments. Nothing. Literally nothing. And I was like, damn, that's a man meal. That's a- oh, I know what I was going to talk about. The worst tube meat. 
what is what do you think the worst tube meat is? Oh damn. Uh, and I and I'm going to tell you what it is after you answer, but uh does it have like spam in it? No. Worst tube meat. Is it a worst? No. Not a not a worst with some curry on it? Man, that was disappointing, huh? Yeah. Like, I mean, it was good. I like curry. I like worst. Put them together. There was just... Just whatever, it, man. It tasted just like what its name was. Yeah. I, yeah, but you would, you're like... <laughs> I feel like the curry was subpar and the dog was subpar. I feel like if you did them together, it would be... Do people know what curry worst is, even? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, the worst fucking tube meat is the fucking nasty ass pickle sausages you eat motherfucker oh yeah my tijuana mamas <laughs> baby mamas, man they're the nastiest shit i've ever had <laughs> they are fucking disgusting and i hate them and i get them all the time and... why do you get them <laughs> i don't understand because you're, you're sitting there eating it and you're like i see there and watch you buy them and you're like i hate it but i want it and I'm like, <laughs> what <laughs> It's like a flex. I'm like, Travis, look how look, look how disgusting I am. Even you're not this disgusting. And then I eat it, and you're like, you're disgusted at me. Because yeah. like, I've had – I don't even think I've ever bought one. I've had like three bites of them. I feel like every other time you get one, I'm like, all right, maybe give me a time. bite. Maybe I'll like it this time. And it's the nastiest fucking thing you you could fucking eat. But, you know, so – we in the van today. We had like a thirty-minute discussion. The whole the whole band chiming in, how disgusting gas station hard-boiled eggs are. And then the, as soon as it was over, you said, "Next gas station we go to, I'm getting one." <laughs> it's that same vibe, but like for sausages. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like fuck these things. They're nasty. Like if I eat two hard-boiled eggs in the morning, I'm pretty good till lunch. So and they're like a dollar fifty at the gas station. So if I can legitimately do that, throw a little salt and pepper on them bitches, and fucking be good for the morning, that's awesome. Like maybe that's, that and a banana or something. That's why I brought that jar of peanut butter on the last run. Because if I get one big old heaping scoop of peanut butter, yeah. the crunchy kind in the morning, I'm good till like yeah. late lunch. Or even like or a, even to make it to the hummus in the green room. You know, like one piece of bread and some peanut butter on it, fucking solid, man. Also, is the music industry single-handedly keeping the hummus industry alive? <laughs> Dude, so where do you see hummus outside of a green room? Like almost never. Is anybody else eating hummus? Is it just us? Because I feel like I say it, and people are like, "What?" Be- and also, here's a fun fact: when I was a child, I was a vegetarian, and it was right in the area era when Sabra hummus started being like. A thing and everyone could get it and i would bring that shit to school and people thought i was a fucking freak <laughs> like a hundred percent to bring it back to baseball the first place i ever fucking heard about hummus was tom grieve who had announced the fucking rangers games and he used to bring it up almost every game to the point like he was like you know him and josh lewin in like the 90s late Damn, 90s I whatever josh lewin a lot i do too <laughs> yeah. and uh he would always be up there talking about his fucking eating his hummus before the game or eating his hummus in between innings. Like, Josh would always be like, what kind of hummus you got today? And, like, r- kind of razzing him a little bit about it. And he would talk about it to the point where, like, me and my little brother, would, we watched every fucking game. We're like, what the fuck is hummus? What is he talking about? Like, I got to get some just so I can be a part of this conversation. Dude, I met that guy one time, and I was like, uh, holy fuck, you're the voice of the Rangers. Like... It was before he got into the Hall of Fame for being the voice of the Rangers. 
That motherfucker did not want to talk to me. You're talking about Eric Nadell? Yeah. That, I was talking about Tom Grieve. Oh, Tom Grieve. Yeah, I've never met Tom I'm talking Grieve. about the TV man. Yeah, You're talking about the radio, radio man. man. Sorry. Sorry. But I would love to meet Tom Grieve. He doesn't really do it anymore. It's no, sad. he retired last season. Yeah, it's sad. And Eric Nadell doesn't really do it anymore. Well, either. he's taking a mental health break. Yeah. He's, he's going to come back. Yeah, he's stressed. He's, like, definitely coming yeah. back. Another fun note. I've got Eric Nadell's phone number, and we can call him sometime. I've never called him, so this could be weird. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I would love to fucking hang out with that guy. We'll call him from your phone. And he, like, he hates talking about baseball. But like, he's a huge music huge, fan. Huge music fan. Uh, but since he's not been around, and this is super local bullshit, but Jared Sandler is doing it now. That dude is awesome. If you ever listen to his... Uh, I only listen to, everybody listens to Ticket in Dallas. I'm the only person who listens to fucking fan because it's the <laughs> Rangers station. Yeah, yeah, I don't do it. No. And uh, Jared Sandler is the one of the best commentators. He is a great analyst. This means nothing to yeah. anyone except for me and you. But And I'll tell you how I got his number before we play some more songs, which we should soon. Uh, he wrote what I want to say, well, yeah, fuck, I'll say it. The dumbest fucking book ever. Is it his poetry book? Or it's is a it collection of limericks. Oh, that's right. And he did like a whole fucking show at Kessler about it, right? Yes. Stupid. And he wanted me to interview him about his limericks and like write an article about limericks. And I'm like, that's an art form that sh- shouldn't exist. Uh, also, did you hear the way Corey said that? He wanted me to write a story about him because... That's the way this industry works. No one wants to write a story about you. You have to <laughs> force people right, yeah. to know that you exist. You have to like hire a publicist and they do this for you, but that's the gist of it, yes. Yeah, like, how fucked up is that? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, fuck no, I'm not going to write a, an article about limericks. And like, also, uh, I got an advanced copy of the book. It was terrible. There were not even good limericks. I mean, the way to do that would be to write a limerick review of his limerick book. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, writing them, like, during the games, and, like, he would read them during the games and stuff. He wrote, uh, I want to say multiple, like, maybe four, about the old 97s. Whoa. Yeah, he's a huge fan, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what would be even better? If you did uh, haikus as the review. Oh, <laughs> Write a haiku of, about limericks. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just dumb enough, it might work. Yeah, yeah. It would at least get some clicks. Hell yeah. All right. What will get clicks is uh, if we shut up and play music, I yeah, think. I think we've been talking a long time. <laughs> Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of the pictures or accounts in this podcast without express written consent of Major League Baseball is prohibited. Uh, fucking, I steal every single baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone fucking does nowadays. You can't fucking watch it anywhere, bro. I uh, was at a restaurant last night, and Rachel was is always a sweetheart because I don't want to bother people. She asked them to change the channel to the baseball game, and they were like, we can't get it anymore. And the server sat there and talked to me about it forever. And I was like, yeah, man, it's fucking bullshit. All fans want to do is watch their fucking goddamn team in their own goddamn fucking yeah. town without blackouts. There's a whole thing from MLB, MLB called MLB TV that you can watch every single fucking game. But if you live in the town your home team's in, 
you're fucked and you can't watch the games. Yeah, and we're double fucked because we're one of the cities, and I know it happened in lots of markets, where Bally, the casino, bought the rights to broadcast the games and they, uh, they, did, they brought all of our teams, so we can't watch basketball, hockey, or baseball. Yeah. They bought all the broadcast rights, and then they built their own app or whatever. You had to subscribe to the app for an ungodly fee, which no one did. And then they went out of business or some shit, like the, the app. But it's still on Bally? They're like now they're trying to get out of it because they're saying the Bally didn't hold up its end of the contract or whatever. But I was like, also talking to a friend the other day. He's from San Diego. And he said, uh, yeah, like, my family lives in Vegas, and uh, because of where Vegas is, they can't get any team, essentially, from the West Coast because they're too close to everything. Like, they can't get the Rockies. They can't get the Diamondbacks. They can't get the Giants. They can't get Damn. the A's. They can't get, like, they can't get any fucking team around them because it's just slightly too close to everything. Damn. And it's like, what are you doing, MLB? Like, come on, someone fix this shit. Someone pay the MLB enough money to where fans can just watch their fucking team on regular fucking TV. Instead, while we're on tour, Travis has bootleg apps with, like, all these (laughs) pop-up ads and pornography going on the sides and a lady trying to get him to do a... What the adult Facebook or whatever it's called, adult fuck book yeah. or whatever. Dude, you have no idea how weird it is. <laughs> I will be sitting in the trailer. Rachel is doing work next to me. I'm on the iPad and I'm sitting there exiting out of strip chat, like <laughs> some site called Hentai Heroes. <laughs> fuck roulette. Yeah, like... fuck roulette. And I'm like, then just titties will pop up on the fucking screen. And Rachel's just like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I told you, it's not fucking me. And it'll take you straight to strip chat and somebody's just having sex on the fucking screen and you're like, what if kids are trying to watch this? Like, what if children just want to watch a baseball game? Uh, it's it's crazy. It's it's either that or every betting site you've ever heard of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they want. The they're, they're shortening the games with all these new rules yeah. so that kids will be more enticed to go watch them on these sites where they yeah. get uh, porn and gambling addictions, and then they can cycle them into this cycle of addiction or whatever. And he, you know what I will say about the shortening of games is uh, on TV, I enjoy this. A live game, I do not enjoy this at all. Uh, I was recently at a game, and you feel like you don't have time to do anything. Where, like, I feel like the enjoyment of going to a baseball game is that you sit back, relax, you watch the game in between when the other team is batting, you go catch a fucking hot dog, and you walk back, and by the time you're back, maybe that half inning is over, and your team's up to bat. I went to get one thing the other day, and I missed two innings. Damn! I was, there was five people in line in front of me. Damn! Yeah, like... It's too. It's like too fast when you're at the game. Yeah. Well, we're breaking our normal rule of not talking about this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happens yeah. in this. No, you actually, picked, you picked a thing I care a lot yeah. about. You know, I, I we normally that was our whole bit is like let's do a theme of a show and then just never mention that theme at all. Yeah. But like, we're like three or four shows in a row where we've just kind of focused on the theme a little bit. <laughs> Well, maybe it's just hitting home right now. <laughs> They're just saying, yeah, what was the last one? Divorce? Yeah. Yeah, well, you've been through one. <laughs> and I'm always worried about going through one. 
Well, we're not supposed to be talking about baseball in this in this break. Yeah, we're supposed yeah. to be talking about going on tour. We're about to go yeah. out for five weeks to the West Coast. Check out the dates. Vanderleers.com slash shows. Got to say it every time. The uh, Just as we're getting ready to go, uh, we heard the most harrowing tale. Oh, fuck. I forgot we were talking about this. From... Yeah. One of our buddies' bands, uh, Cliff Diver, yeah. emo band out of Tulsa. The, mm. We tried to do some shows with them. Like it, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, Tulsa's awesome. We love it up there. We love the bands from up there. So yeah, and we like playing with non-country bands mm. a lot, which we're about to do quite a bit. Mm. Um, we can't tell you all about it yet, though. Yeah. By the next episode, though, we'll have two giant tours to announce or to discuss. Yeah. And you'll be like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah. That's what <laughs> you guys will say. <laughs> but. So uh, our singer Josh just uh, came back from Vegas. He was doing uh, a solo acoustic gig at Punk Rock Bowling on a, like a side stage for uh, Punk Rock Saves Lives. Super dope organization. Look them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they are real. They are really great. Go sign up. It's free. Uh, they essentially do. Uh, was it bone marrow? I did a bone marrow thing yeah. with them. Uh, but yeah, you can. There's all kinds of stuff. Mental health things that you can find out about. But anyway, Cliff Diver was driving out to the same festival they were supposed to perform yesterday at it like the day after josh and uh they posted a cancellation of the thing said hey we can't talk about it right now but we uh we all have super bad anxiety right now we all just literally saved each other's lives uh we that's all we really have the bandwidth to even to say right now out loud we'll tell you more about it later it's like, damn, that sounds brutal. Maybe they're exaggerating. I don't fucking know. People say shit. Very next day, they post this giant Ugh. thing on everywhere. It's kind of blown up. It's kind of I've seen it like national news and stuff. Like it's. I mean, it's fucked. It's yeah. fucked. It's a creepy way to get publicity, but like yeah. at least I don't know. Bright side of damn. I mean, I'm not saying their publicity is fucked. I'm saying the situation is fucked. Oh yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying like you don't want to like be morbid and be like, well, at least they're getting some pub out of it. <laughs> We would be like that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But fuck. So they posted a thing. They were driving to Vegas. Uh, first day in their new van. That was the other. Oh, cr- no. Brand new really? van. First that. day they were in it. They were super proud of it. Like, huge upgrade from our old van. They posted a thing about it. They're driving. All of a sudden they said, we didn't see anything. We just heard a loud explosion sound and noticed glass was everywhere. Uh, the passenger... That's maybe the one typing this. He says, I looked over and the driver was unconscious and we were pretty sure dead. And he's like, I grabbed the wheel, uh, kept us going down the highway, but his foot was stuck on the gas and we couldn't move it. And the buckle was jammed and we couldn't unbuckle him from the seatbelt. Eventually, a guy from the back seat jumped into his lap, sat in what he thought was his dead friend's lap, Steered the van back onto the road and slammed on the brakes and got them to safety or whatever. <clears throat> they happened to stop right by a mile marker, which super helped save their lives, or whatever, because yeah. they had their fucking hands around their friend's throat because that's, that's where they noticed the blood was coming from. They called the ambulance. The ambulance came like just in time to fucking save his life and he's going to make a full recovery. But So you asked me this question earlier. You're like, who would be the one who would jump in and do that? And I think. After re- you were like, it wouldn't be me or Travis. And after thinking about it, I think I would do it because it wouldn't be about my life. It would be about 
other lives. Some or... other, you know, the person who just got hurt. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking back to the story we were telling last week about how <laughs> when we saw the sign and we thought we were going to die on yeah. the road, we didn't try to even, uh, we didn't even have to steer. We yeah. just could have said, hey, Josh, sign. Yeah, yeah. And we chose not to even do that much just because we're like, cool, I could, I've lit up. Dope life. I've yeah. done so so fulfilling, like more than any of my friends or family can yeah. ever expect to do or whatever. Like I'm poor as shit, but I've done way more than anybody <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, very know. content and satisfied yeah. with everything we've done. And so I was like, I could really die happy now, and that's not just a, a saying. Like I really could die know, and people, be happy. Yeah. I've been in a couple arguments about kind of that where it's like, well, like, what do you mean, like? this is good enough for you? And I'm like, man, I've done so fucking much shit. Like, I, I don't even have the brain to, like, remember most of it anymore. Oh. So, like, yeah, I've done... This I'm podcast good. has been really helpful because, like, it'll, it drums up old stories that I forgot. Yeah. And then you start telling a story, like, oh, shit, we did do yeah, that. And yeah. then, like, and then now they're on tape. So, like, yeah. it's kind of preserving there, history yeah. of some but, of the shit. But yeah, so I think in that situation where it was, like, Nothing's going wrong right now, but we might all die right now. To, oh no, my friend's fucked up. I need to help him. Yeah. I think that's different. I, I think that's different for me a little bit. And so what happened was a 18 wheeler, whatever, coming the opposite direction from them, uh, one of the tie down chains snapped off in an individual link from the chain, which when I say chain, like this. Even just this individual link was like four inches long by like yeah, it was probably like inch inch thick, I something mean, like that. Super heavy piece of metal. Yeah, uh, flew through all the way through their side uh, glass and then lodged itself into this guy's neck. So bizarre, freak occurrence, scary, but like way unlocked a new fear for me. Yeah, yeah. like I <laughs> didn't even read it. Didn't click on the article because you sent a picture of it and then a picture of the chain. And I was like, oh, I already know what happened. And, like, I don't need to know more than that because I don't need to think about that yeah. shit. Because, I mean, I've got, like, you know, we tra- – me and Rachel tow a trailer all the time and they have fucking chains on it. That shit fucking pops off and fucking kills somebody. Like, that's fucked. I don't need to think about that shit, yeah, yeah. you know? Anyway, our friends Cliff Diver stream their music – uh, they have a GoFundMe for uh, the the guy that's currently in the hospital. Because none of us have fucking health insurance, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, we can't go, afford it. Yeah. So uh, look them up. Great band. Support them any way you can. Uh, anyway, so I don't want to like downplay that, but I also don't want to spend this whole time talking about something scary and sad or whatever. It's super fucked, man. Yeah. Like it, it is like that's a crazy thing. And uh, you know, honestly, when I clicked on, when I saw it, I. Like I said, I didn't really look at it. I was like, oh, it must be like their trailer flipped or their van flipped or something. And then you sent a picture of that thing. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, oh, God, it makes me want to throw up a little bit. People were posting it all over Twitter. And, like, these people that had been in bands for, like, 30, 40 years were reposting it and saying, I've never heard of something like this happening. And it's the most freak, scary, whatever occurrence I've ever heard. I mean, it's like that thing where, like... You know, I've heard of, like, tires exploding. The piece of tire goes through a window and hits somebody yeah. fucks them the fuck up. But, like, yeah, it's just you're on the road so much. Things happen. Like, we've been very lucky. Yeah. Like, we've been insanely lucky. You said video the other day where a tire came off of an 18-wheeler. Maybe it was yeah, just in the car. Dallas. And it just rolled 
under a truck, like just in the just the right angle, the truck went like fucking. Oh, that was diff- that's fifty a feet one, up man. in the air and did a bunch of flips and came back down yeah, like an action a, movie. It was a Kia Soul that uh, <laughs> yeah, a tire came off of, of a truck, went to the next lane, and a Kia Soul couldn't stop and just yeah, literally twenty feet in the fucking air, jumped that shit. Yeah, like, I mean. Fuck me. No like, time to react. It was like instant. Like, yeah, yeah. tire fell off, boom, yeah. the tr- car's in the air. Yeah, the car's in the air. I'm, it's, God fucking damn it. Like, what a, tr- dude. There's, we've had some scary drives. We did a, a, a drive in, in the ice. Uh, we were coming back from. Oh, God, this is a sad story. <laughs> we were coming back from uh, Chicago as last day of a tour. And then we had like two days drive back to home with just no shows. And we were like, what would be super fun? Loka Connie's playing in Kansas City with Big Frida. Let's see if we can get on the guest list. And we did. Yeah, so, yeah, Adam put us on the low-cut Connie guest list. So we're like, dang, we're going to, like, maybe even, like, get to hang out with the band a little Mm -hmm. bit, too, which we love them. Yeah. And so we were super geared up. And then, like, my van is, like, just gliding on this ice road for, like, eight hours or whatever. And, like, I would go through, like, a minute or two stretches and then go... Uh, I didn't want to say anything while it was happening, guys, but uh, I had no control of the van for about two minutes. I was just uh, fishtailing that whole time. <laughs> you guys were like, fuck. Yeah. Well, uh, and then... Just wrecks. Yeah. Dozens everywhere. of wrecks. Like, we saw everywhere. that live happening. Like, yeah. we saw, oh, like, constantly. car spin out over there. And we're like, damn. We would just drive by. A car spin out on the other side. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, you know what? Maybe we'll still make this show. And then... What, two semis jackknifed in front of us? Right in front of us. We were the first car behind them. And, like, as... How did we even stop? It was far ahead. I, I saw it happening. Yeah. and But it was, like, that thing, like, I had been focusing on the ice for so long that I said, uh, I said, Josh, are there two 18-wheelers currently crashing in front of me that I'm watching, or am I hallucinating it? Because I think I might be hallucinating. And I was serious. And he goes, oh, no, I see it, too. They're, they're wrecked up there. And, like... <laughs> And they weren't wrecked yet. We were just slow motion watching them wreck very yeah. slowly over yeah. ice. Yeah. And they perfectly covered the far left part of the left lane and the far right part of the right lane, yeah. making a perfect straight line. And we sat there a few feet from them watching them repair it for one hour. And well, and the funny thing was the, the roads were so fucking bad that as soon as both of the 18-wheeler drivers – Got out of like first step out of the eighteen wheeler. They Bust. slipped and fell. Busted ass. <laughs> Busted ass. So fucking hard. And then I remember we were sitting there, and I think this is the same time. And our dr- drummer of the time, we're like right next to an exit, and he's like, "I gotta fucking take a shit." He had said this right before. He's like, "Next exit, take." I gotta do shit. We're like, "All right." They when they exit, I mean when they blocked. They crashed right in front of the exit, so we couldn't pass and go around them. So we were sitting there at the exit for one hour, and the whole time she's like, I got a shit, I got a shit. And we're just like, get up there, bro. I mean, walk it. You walk it if you got it, bro. And right walk after seeing them bust it. ass, and he's like, I'm not doing that. He was angry at me, too. I think that was, I think that was the time yeah. that I said the thing about uh, Guns N' Roses or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. I don't want to talk about dumb, petty band me, drama. I fucking either, but... <clears throat> Uh, that's why he didn't want to go to the Loka County show that oh, night because right. of that. <laughs> uh, one, one last thing I want to talk about in this tour-centric uh, segment, road gifts. What, is your, what are your favorite road gifts that we've gotten? Uh, that we have. Well, well you know, base, I, baseball bat. The baseball bat. The baseball bat was really cool. Yeah, we did a – Thank you, J- thank you, Javis. That was my favorite 
road gift I've ever gotten for the Baseball sure. bats were dope. Uh, yeah, we did a show for one of our friends, and then uh, as a thank you, he got us each a custom-made wooden bat. They were dipped in the yellow paint on one end, mm. black on the other. Yeah. They had uh, engraved into them our Scorpion logo and then each of our names. Yeah. Uh, they were so fucking cool. That was a thing that uh, I guess all, all you guys found out and um, like Rachel made you guys not tell me. So oh, yeah. it would be a surprise because I'm like the only one who – or not the only one. But I was like, like you are going to love this shit. Like, yeah. You are going to crazy love this shit. And I, I was like, <clears throat> oh, my God. And I remember the first thing Trey asked me was like, you ready to go to the batting cage for this? Like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, no, man. Like, I'm keeping this. This is fucking dope. I'm going to keep this forever. This is going on a wall or something when I have a house, you know, like. I have a few that come to mind. I know you and I like to uh, eat uh, regional specific foods when we're, out of, when we're out. That is my other favorite thing. Thank you for bringing that up, yeah. And the more regional, the better, like. Sometimes you'll be uh, in a place and you're like, here's this thing. You can literally only get it in this one town at, like, these two stores. And that's it. That's the only place it fucking exists. And you're like, well, that's anywhere. where I want to go. Yeah. And we get the thing. So uh, one of our friends, Linda, one time brought us a whole big bag. And it was just full of stuff like that. Uh, the star of that bag for me was the uh, the Dorothy Lynch dressing. So fire was. It's like. Omaha, Nebraska. You can get it in play in Nebraska, and it's like French dressing, but slightly slightly different. Is that what it is? Or Russian dressing? Russian? I don't even remember. But it's fucking fire. You can get it at Bucks. Oh yeah, which yeah. is Nebraska. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, which is in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, very regional foods we fucking love. At that same show, guy brought us Runzas, Runzas, which you can only get kind of in that same area. Yeah, and Runzas, if you are ever in fucking Omaha. Go get yourself a Runza's, and the, I think the place is called Runza's, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. What, what is it? Like a grown-up hot pocket sub type? De- like what, what would you even call that? It's like yeah, it's a sandwich with some meat on it, and then but it's not a, it's, like it's, but it's fully enclosed. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Enclosed. It was fucking good. Yeah, oh man, it was <laughs> like a very trashy poor person food. That, yeah. And I think that's usually the best kind of food. Yeah. Uh, and I adored them oh my god i thought it was so good yeah van snacks are a good one we get lots of people bringing us van snacks or like homemade treats cookies our friend amy makes the best cookies in the world that is true she does make literally the best cookies i've ever had in my life uh, she'll give us like a 10 pound sack of cookies and we'll go we'll go like we'll never get through this many cookies and they last like two days and we're all fat and miserable the next then she's also so sweet uh she knows i don't really eat sweets so she just makes specifically savory treats for me and uh, I'm like, you do not have to do that. That is so. I mean, I almost never touch any of the cook. Like I'll have a cookie, a brownie, yeah. and like that's it for me. And then I, she's just like, I brought savory treats for you. And I'm like, you are the fucking nicest lady in the whole world. Uh, a surprise gift. That I mean, that I was surprised that uh, a dark horse gift, let's say, that I didn't think of at the time and wouldn't have maybe. But when I got it, it's like maybe the best thing ever. Fucking new pair of socks. Yeah, that's fucking nice. That's really nice. A guy brought us like a big sack, and there was uh, like 12 new pairs of socks in there. Uh, I think I'm wearing one right now, actually. Yep. Nice. Uh, oh, but I'll, the- I'll, I'll also say, uh, 
you know, who else has done the <laughs> regional food thing for us a million times is fucking Danielle. Bring her up again. Oh, Danielle. Yeah. She made us, what, chipped ham. She got us Fremonti's. She's, uh, and when I've been up there by herself, she... <laughs> she got you the cold pizza? The cold pizza. The, the, the hot crust, hot sauce, cold toppings pizza. Yeah, the unmelted a, cheese pizza. A Pittsburgh thing that is crazy and... Your little Lunchable pizza. It's an adult Lunchable. <laughs> it's an adult Lunchable pizza. But Danielle does that all the time, too. She always brings us, like, a cool place, tries to get us cool regional fucking shit because she knows how much we like it. Yeah. And then uh, last one I'll bring up, unless you got some more. Uh, I was at a bar last night in Dallas, which I never do because we're at a bar 200 nights a year. That's the last thing I want to do when I go home. In fact, I had not been to a Dallas bar 51 weeks. So <laughs> I am almost made it a full year. And it was the same bar I went back to, the fucking Lakewood Landing, great bar. Get a corn dog if it's after 11. Um, anyways, guy recognized me, comes, sits down, he goes, You know, guy, I like your music, whatever. He's like, He's like, hold on. I made Josh a sterling silver ring with you guys' logo on it three years ago, and I just haven't seen him since. And that was, that's real silver? <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. Nice, fuck. And then and I was like, oh, all right. And he's like, hold on. I live close by. I'm just going to drive home and get it. Watch my drink. Just sets wow. his drink on the table in front of me. Immediately goes. Wow. Uh, comes back and goes, uh, sorry, it took me a minute. I had to polish it. Gives it to me. And he's like, give this to Josh for me. Three years fucking later. How crazy who is that? Who was it? Uh, shit. I'll tell you his name in the next okay. thing. But uh, I have his name written down. Uh, I, t- I told Josh his, what his name was. But super sweet guy. He's a guitar player. And- yeah, well, like, we love, <laughs> we love snacks. It's always nice to, like, uh, a bottle of bourbons, a fucking sick gift. I know you're not drinking a lot right now, but. Oh, you know what? We've talked about this before. Another gift we got from Garrett T. Caps, uh, a, oh. a bottle of. Clo- laundry detergent. Unsung hero right there. That shit's that dope because our tours are so long now. We, we're having to do laundry uh, once or twice a tour yeah. for most of us. Uh-huh. And then, like, you, what do you do? Just have a fucking a million Tide Pods that squish everywhere and drip all over the van? Uh, like, we throw away round bags. They're just yeah. going to explode in your fucking bag, and you're going to have a disaster on your hands. Yeah, and this motherfucker comes in clutch, goes... Uh, I know you guys are out, and I'm like, I'm on the last day of my tour, and you guys are on the first day of your tour. Here's a fucking thing of laundry detergent. Yeah, Came in clutch. We used it the entire tour. Yeah, thank you, Garrett Teacaps. <laughs> fucking, what a sweetheart that guy is. Go see him at the bar he owns in San Antonio, the Lonesome Rose. My, my uh, friend from Hoppenstein recently was just like, hey, I'm supposed to meet a guy who owns this bar down in San Antonio? I was like, oh. She was like, do you know what he looks like? And I was like, here's his Instagram profile. He's awesome. Garrett T. Caps. He's fucking dope. If he's there, definitely say hi. He'll love to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. All right. We kind of talked about stuff for a long time. Yeah. Uh, bring us gifts, and in return, we'll bring you the gift of music. Songs yeah. about baseball next. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> All right, you are still listening to Americinda, episode number 72 with your best buds, Corey Graves and Travis Curry of the world-famous band, The Vandaliers. Uh, that last part was not true. Yeah. Uh, we have been to the world. We have been to some of the world. We're from the world. Uh, I am of this world. 
That, yeah. is, tr- that is true. I think you're out of this world. Oh, I like this. I like where this is going. <laughs> so I think this is the break we're taking about, talking about baseball, huh? Uh, like, actually talking let's about Let's talk baseball. about baseball. Yeah, a little bit of baseball. Because we're doing a baseball show, and we usually don't talk about the things, but... Like, uh, we've come, we've come to determine yeah. that that's a lie. Yeah, that is well. Survey is says sometimes. that is yeah. a lie. But uh, as everybody in this band knows, baseball is like my one true joy in life, other than my wife. Uh, <laughs> I hate the band. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were recording uh, forever, uh, the album. Album number uh, three of the Vandaliers, uh, Bloodshot Records. Catalog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2019 uh, release. Go find it wherever you find stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we were in the studio in Memphis, and it had a, a, a downstairs studio and an upstairs studio. And then the upstairs studio was kind of attached, this little green room area with like a couch and like a little table and whatever. And we, would, we were in the studio 12-hour days. And the rest of us would be in the control room listening to everyone else track and, like, chip in and give advice and, like, oh, change your part here. Put this effect on. You can play this part better. Do whatever. For 12 fucking hours just locked in down there. And then we go, where the fuck's Travis? We'd go upstairs. You were watching baseball for 12 hours on that fucking TV every fucking day. It didn't matter what game it was, man. And I was like, I record last in the day every day. Like, fucking Eeyore. And then we like... You like you ready for me yet? There's like an hour left in the day. I'm gonna, I might as well come down and do my part. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I was like, man, I got baseball all day up here. I'm fucking living the life, bro. I'm just drinking beers, fucking eating barbecue, and watching baseball all day. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't even care about the games anymore. It's like, yeah, it would be great uh, if I can watch my teams, but even if I don't, I'm just like, oh, it was a great game. I fucking love baseball. But we were gonna talk about. Uh, we went to that game. In Pittsburgh, and this is another Danielle story. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, we all went to a Pittsburgh Pirates game last year? Uh, yes. It was last year. And it was uh, very cold, and we went. It was the whole Vandaliers band. It was all of Sam Morrow's band. Uh, and then it was Danielle and Sarah, who are our besties. Uh, and, yeah, it was like, what is that, 15 fucking people or something going yeah. to... And Sam caught a fucking home run ball from Willie Adamas. <laughs> so fucking, fucking Brewers. Like, and it so was so fucking cool. We were all kind of huddled in that uh, left field area, just like drinking whiskey and like bullshitting or whatever. And then Trav's like, I'm going to go walk around. I'm just going to yeah. go see some stuff. Yeah. Also, side note, maybe I think the most beautiful ballpark in uh, major leagues, uh, low key. Uh, I know there's some good ones, it's but like. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely up there. And honestly, if you listen to any like. I watch a lot of baseball, and the Rangers, we're just in Pittsburgh. Uh, we won two out of three. Uh, and uh, that's all the commentaries talk about. Like, there's probably not a prettier stadium in baseball. And it's not a super fancy stadium. There's not a ton of places to eat. It's not huge. But the entire outfield is just open to downtown with beautiful yellow bridges behind it. It is Fucking and, and a river yeah. and a ton of statues. Uh, what's what's the river? Algonquin. Uh-huh. Oh, I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. Danielle, correct me if I'm wrong. Are there like I'm, three I'm, rivers over there? There are. There are. Yeah. There. Are, it's like right at the. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it is. The Allegheny. It might be the Allegheny. Uh, that sounds more right. Yeah, I think it's the Allegheny. Uh, but the uh, it's so cool that outfield because the way it's positioned or whatever. I mean, we were maybe. 10, 15 feet from the outfielder at some point? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to uh, watch uh, 
Christian Yelich just like I was like twenty feet away from him and he was a fucking MVP years ago. I mean yeah. that guy's a fucking beast. And uh, it was crazy. The Pittsburgh fans are assholes, man. They're just yelling at his ass. Steroids, steroids, <laughs> like. I was like, I started yelling at them. I was like, motherfucker, you play baseball. You play, you've ever played the MLB? Fuck you, man. Hey, like, hey, hey fat ass. <laughs> like, fuck off, dude. Like, Can you throw a baseball? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> so, anyway, you wandered off. You come back and like, look, I got a new hat. <laughs> I was like, cool. You don't have the best story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this home run ball. I was like, fuck you, Sam. I've never even caught a foul ball, bitch. Fuck off, dude. It came right fucking to him. He didn't even move, man. Yeah, and everybody ended up on TV because of it and yeah. shit. And I feel like we saw somebody who was watching it far away. It was like, I saw you on the fucking highlight reels on ESPN. What the fuck is yeah, this? We were getting texts about it. <laughs> like, why are you guys watching the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates game? Yeah, yeah. Also, I will forever love the Pirates now. I, uh, uh, I After that, I... Me and Rachel went back up to Pittsburgh that October after the season, but they have a uh, awesome baseball history there where, like, the old park, I think it's called Candlestick Park, which is not there anymore. Uh, they've left the outfield wall up there. Oh, yeah. uh, the part where, um, oh, my gosh, Bill Mazeroski hit a home run to win the World Series in the 60s, uh, and they kept the home plate there. And they've got Honus Wagner is there, which is one of the most prolific baseball players of the early ni- 1900s. And uh, we went to this tiny, it's a tiny little museum. And uh, the the guy like could tell I was super into baseball because I was naming every baseball player on the wall and shit. And he was like, oh my God, like you know way more than most people that come in here. It's like, oh, well, like, thanks. Like, I'm just like a... Let me show you the cool shit in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he literally walks into a bank safe because uh, I guess it used to be a bank, and he walks out with a uh, baseball bat and a glass box. And and I was like, oh, fuck, that's a baseball bat. But, like, like who's? And it's Honus Wagner's game-used baseball bat from, like, 1920-something, 1918. And it was one of the very first Louisville Sluggers ever made. And Louisville Slugger, which was called something different back then, they based... Every single bat on what Honus Wagner did, uh, he was the first person to ever tell a bat maker, because they weren't a bat maker. He, they were like a furniture maker or something. He was the first one to tell them to put a bat on a lathe to make it round. Because like if you look at those old pictures, a lot of those bats look like axe handles. And they're like, like, like shaped like this, oh, yeah. like a cricket bat. And he was the first person to tell him to do that. And it had his picture on it. Like it had his... Like, the Louisville Slugger logo, but it was his face. Is that even the coolest bat you ever held? One of them. I mean, I've the you were with me for the other two. <laughs> <laughs> you were with me for the other two, which would be what like a nineteen twenty three nineteen twenty eight game used bat Babe Ruth bat hit a home run with oh, hit a home run with, and then a nineteen sixties or seventies Hank Aaron game used bat. Uh, that shit was crazy to me. I mean, yeah. I, I, I cried for probably all three. Yeah. We were at the uh, Louisville Slugger Museum, which yeah. recommend. It was awesome. Super cool. And like, what, 10 bucks for yeah. the tour or something? It was nothing. Six bucks maybe? I yeah. don't know. It was super cheap. I remember. And I remember then, I was super broke uh, and I could afford it that day. Yeah. yeah. They take you around and like you get to see 
They just have cases of uh, MLB players' bats that they're about to ship off. And then, uh, like, you go through the whole tour. They show you how to make everything. They give you little ends of bats that aren't good enough for them to keep for, like, and you can pick the players' ones you want. And then you get to the end of the tour, and you can just go into a batting cage for free, and they'll let you use replicas, wooden bats of old baseball players yeah, and hit yeah. the batting cage. What a cool fucking spot, man. Yeah. Right downtown. Right downtown Louisville. Uh, I know Louisville is uh, not very popular right now for good reason, but it's a cool, kind of a cool fucking town. It was very cool. And then uh, we're doing all that, and, uh, and like we saw Muhammad Ali's like birthplace. We it, saw your, your family's, your grandpa's birthplace, your dad or whatever. Yeah, that was the funniest part was like, I was like, hey, dad, like, can you shoot me addresses for where you, know, you live, Meemaw live, grandparents lived? And we went and saw all the like three houses or whatever. And then I was doing research and I was like, oh, my God, my grandmother grew up like two streets from Muhammad Ali and had no fucking idea. Like, how fucking crazy? I mean, they're about the same age. Like, yeah, how fucking crazy is that? That was fucking wild to me. Wild to me. And we saw KFC's grave. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing all that. Josh is back at the hotel room writing Down and Out, maybe my favorite song on our newest mm-hmm. record. He was with us. Oh, for that part. But like for yeah. the, we were there two days. Oh, that's the right. The other day, me and you went out and did something else. And then he was, he was back at the hotel. Uh, was Dustin hanging out with LA Guns? And Dustin was <laughs> hanging out with LA Guns. What a random story. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were recently in Nashville and... Uh, it was, I guess, right after we signed with Red 11, and Red 11 is right across the street from a pretty big venue in Nashville, and we parked, and I was like, damn, that van, or that bus looks familiar. It was LA Guns again. <laughs> <laughs> that was so I was like, that is fucking too weird, man. What a fucking weird thing. Yeah, LA Guns, Muhammad Ali, yeah. Oh, and then I remember we were going to one house, and I was like, oh, this is like... My grandpa's house, and that's the bar he drank at right before he killed himself that night. <laughs> you, uh, you have a way with words. I like, yeah. the, way, I like the way you tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never met him. You wanted us to go in there and see if they would. Hey, you guys are uh, the bar that did yeah. my grandpa in. Yeah. Do you know him? You remember him? <laughs> no. no. I wish. Oh, man. Anyway, what, how long have we been talking? I'm oh, good enough. You play some baseball yeah, songs? Let's play, yeah, let's play some baseball songs. Let's do it. While you guys were listening to songs about baseball, uh, our friend Travis uh, just went in there and peed, and that reminded me of uh, something I wanted to ask you, Travis. What's the weirdest place you've peed on tour? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talk about poop a lot on the show. We don't. We don't often talk about pee, but I think we have just as many good pee stories, to be honest. Uh, oh my god, uh, man! Do you remember the time we were at South by Southwest? Oh, I've got a good pee story after. <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, there's so much traffic down there that you can't oh, park no. anywhere. <laughs> And so we had to go in. We were an official artist that year, so you had to go swing by the convention center and get your wristbands. But unlike most occasions, your TM can't go in there and pick up everyone's wristband. They have to, you have to do it individually. So we had to do it in rotations where, like, everyone went in and got their wristband. Meanwhile, me and you circled the block. But, like, we couldn't just straight up circle the block. We had to go, like, 
a, a mile this way, turn around. It was annoying as fuck, yeah. Yeah. And then it, they got their wristbands, came out. They hopped in the van. We went up to get our wristbands, and then they circled the block. Yeah. So anyway, we're yeah. circling, circling, circling. You're like, I got to pee bad. And we're like, <laughs> bad. Like, we can't stop, let alone park, let alone find a place to pee, Travis. Yeah. So he gets this big old, like, a big gulp, like, from 7-Eleven size cup out. He's like, I fucking filled this thing, and I'm still going or whatever. <laughs> 32 ounces of piss, bro. <laughs> Just rolls the window down, chunks it out the window. Right at this time, a fucking car pulls up right beside Dude, there it. There was no cars there. I was like, okay, I'm fucking safe. Like, I'm going to get rid of it. Like, this is shitty, but I'm going to get rid of this in downtown Austin. Because I got to keep going. Yeah, and as soon as I fucking do, all over the windshield and hood of a Corvette. <laughs> I got beat all over that car. How did that guy not stop and get out the fucking car? How did that not have fucking happen? He would. He should have road raged us, Dude, man. Dude, I should have gotten shot. Yeah, we were in Texas, man. <laughs> guns everywhere. You should have gotten fucked up. I should have gotten killed. So I've got... Uh, oh, God. I got a bunch of pee stories, I guess. So uh, here's another story of uh, throwing pee. Uh, when I was in high school... Um, <laughs> I don't remember why this happened. I was hanging out with this dude, Brad, and we peed in a bottle or he peed in a bottle. I don't even remember why this happened. Anyway, my younger brother brings a friend home and uh, my old boy Brad just opens up this bottle of pee and throws it all over him. Oh, oh all over him, buddy. bro, from the roof. From oh, the no. roof. So it rained down Damn. pee on them. It was... Really bad. And then uh, I've got two really great pee stories about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, a thing I like to do uh, is get on a really high thing and pee off of it. Kind of like your friend. Second. Let's do that second. First one. Okay. You uh, go, I don't know where you're going with this. Um, first one. Oh, no. Did I just lose it? I just had it. Oh. Montana. Remind me. <laughs> Remind me some ping I did so in Montana. We played, we played this... Uh, I can't even remember what town it was in. It was like a July 4th celebration, and we were playing on the street on a flatbed truck. And uh, we had like 2,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got it. 2,000 people there. We oh, had like a 200-person cha-cha line, right? Josh started a 200-person cha-cha. It was crazy. It was a super fun trio show. And Well, I think Dustin played that night, too. Oh, which was quattro cool. show. Quattro show. <laughs> And afterwards, we're having a great time. We're all dolled up, looking fancy, western as fuck. We go out to all the bars in this town. What town was it? Bozeman. Bozeman. Thank you. It was Bozeman. So we're all going to all these cool bars. And uh, end of the night uh, happens. Is this even the same time? Because yeah. I feel like I was with Mark. Uh, no, it was that time. Mark was I not there. I have been with Dustin. You were with Dustin. Anyway. We're like leaving. I'm about to hop in the van. All of a sudden, whoop, whoop. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, Corey just said he had to go pee, and now there's cops over by him. <laughs> and Corey is peeing behind a dumpster with some other guy. Yeah. And uh, me and Dustin are like, I'm just like, keep walking. What happened after that? Okay, so they, they was boop, boop. And they, they saw – they didn't see me back there. They saw the other guy because he fucking wasn't – idiot. He wasn't all the way behind the dumpster. Stupid he was kind of to the side of the dumpster peeing. And they're like, hey, sir, you can't uh, amateur, do that. Amateur move. And so they're yelling at him and like whatever. And so I'm like – I'm sitting there back behind the thing going, what the fuck should I do? Is it worse if they come and find me? 
So I was like, I just crept out. And I was like, hey, dudes, I'm back here too, just so you know, like kind of get myself up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to or they're going to be weird otherwise. Yeah, and so they were giving us a big lecture about how you can't do that and blah, blah, blah. And we are like, they closed the bar. We're in this van. We have nowhere to go. I was about to piss my pants. I went all the way back there. You guys didn't even fucking see me. Uh, they, were, they ended up letting us go. But right before they did, they were like, you too, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're like, okay, you can go. And I turned to the guy and I said, anyway, my name's Corey. Nice to meet you. And then the guy's like, my name's whatever, and shakes my hand. And the cop turns around and he goes, you two don't, two don't even fucking know each other. <laughs> no, nah, man, we're not afraid to pee next to other men. <laughs> I mean, we walked into a QT bathroom today and I just go, all right, we fucking or what? <laughs> and then some other guy was in there just like, all right. All, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was weird. we walked through that whole QT and literally everyone watched us in a line walk into that fucking bathroom. And I was like, this is so fucking weird. Uh, like, what a fucking weird thing. I got at least two more. One of is, uh, I like to get on top of really tall things and pee off. And I've gone onto the rooftops oh. of many bars that we played and pee just right fucking off down onto the street. Yeah. And uh, you saw me doing this one time in Tennessee. No, uh, Carolina. Carolina. It was a Carolina. Carolina. with, uh, oh, what's his fuck asshole? Yeah. Not going to say who, but. Uh, anyway, we were, uh, you saw me climbing up there. and I Maybe it was like, I'm going to pee or whatever because I was drunk. And you're like, well, I'm going to fucking film it or whatever. Oh, so you were climbing funny. right behind me up this ladder to the roof of the venue with your phone recording. I start peeing. The wind blows it. And you're like, it's in my mouth. You no, just no. peed in my mouth. No, that's not even how it went. <laughs> I didn't climb up there. I was at the bottom. I thought you were <laughs> No, I was at the bottom. Film out of the top so I could get the whole stream. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like somebody climbed it. Was somebody, I think somebody did. Maybe Dustin was climbing. But, but yeah, I, I was sitting down there. I was filming it. I was far away. Oh, shit. I was far away. And a, a little drop <laughs> bounced and it went right in my God. I've had a little piece of you and me that day. <laughs> a little piece of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I got your name tattooed on me, yeah, so. Yeah. Well, I'm still working. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it. I feel like did you not pee off the wall of Lookout Mountain? In I did. I peed into look off of Lookout Mountain. Yeah, after we went and hit all those old shitty honky tonks yeah. with Rachel, and then we went up to a park and you just stood up. You we all we all had to hold you. Y'all were afraid I was gonna fall off. <laughs> Yep, 100%. <laughs> he just fell off a mountain yeah, uh, that's, pissing. That's it. Sorry, Olivia. I did. Uh, I, uh, I've said this before. I want my uh, death certificate to read uh, died of misadventure. Oh. That's damn, a goal. Damn, that's good. You uh, can also put it on your, if I don't you want ever it to had, say like if you ever have a headstone. Yeah, I don't want to say like died in his sleep, like <laughs> yeah. a fucking chump. Died like a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it should say. Died, died like, like a, a dumbass. Dumb <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. He would have lived, but he's a dumbass. <laughs> his name should have been Kyle. Before we play more songs, that did remind me of uh, of uh, another fun game we play on the road, and that's where we all go into a truck stop bathroom together oh, to uh, you know we all because we all pee at the same time, so we're all just lined up at the stalls, and then if there's at least you know one, but the more the better, old fucking fat redneck truckers and they're waiting to pee or peeing, and then we'll try to think of. Uh, the most vile thing one of us can yeah. fucking say yeah. to make the others laugh and to yeah. disgust the other ones. Yeah. And uh, we can rattle off about 20 of them right now. Yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, the one that got me real good one time was I was fucking peeing. It was a really long pee, and it, it was just going forever. And then as soon as I was done, I turned around and go, hey, guys, that was all cum. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's all cum or... Uh, 
The other one is, uh, God damn, it's super hard to pee with this big of a boner. <laughs> one we've done a few times is if uh, you're peeing next to a stranger, yeah. is just to go, uh, uh, hey man, nice cirque. Who did you? Yeah, nice dick. Who did your cirque? <laughs> nice dick. Who did your cirque? Oh, or which one guy responded one time, and it was amazing. And he was just like, "My doctor's name is this, and you can, yeah. I'll give you his card or whatever." Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> another <laughs> another great one is if you really just want to be a fucking asshole at the ear and I'll pull out your phone and turn your camera phone so- sound on yeah. and click click click. That's a good one. Uh, peeing next to a stranger and be like, uh, nice watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, is there supposed to be this much blood? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <like> a... <laughs> We've said so many of those to truckers. And they, we said one one time in a club. And he was like, you were in, in the stall and I was out of the stall maybe. And uh, a guy was waiting behind me to pee in my urinal. And I said some vile sex thing to you about cum or I don't know. And you like said something back or whatever and then the guy behind us goes you two know each other and we were just like no one time I one time I, we were all stopped at a, a truck stop or a rest area and I fucking walk in and Corey's taking a piss at the urinal with his pants all the fucking way down to his ankles <laughs> I was the last one to walk into the bathroom. I noticed all you motherfuckers in a line, like, lined up. So I got to the one right by the door, knowing that all of you would have to individually <laughs> pass my bare ass when you're on the way out of there. God, God damn it. <coughs> oh, bathroom shenanigans are great, That's man. Good, if we talk about food or bathroom stories on this uh, the, uh, podcast, they go off the rails. You remember that time we find all that porn in the bathroom? Oh, Just that- crumbled up porn. The funniest part of that was uh, there was a bunch of crumbled up porn in this. Uh, we Every tour starts at this same quick trip by Josh's every house. Time. Every yeah. time. We get gas, a Red Bull, hot dog, yeah. and you start the tour. It's a tradition. There's crumbled up porn all over the bathroom floor. And uh, we start making jokes about it and doing voices about who would leave this here, like some guy named whatever, and then making a character out of it, doing a voice. And then there was a voice coming out of the stall, and it was like – it was Travis's voice. And then yeah. Travis is doing jokes back to us as me and Josh were doing jokes, whatever. We're like, ha we had that that's so funny. We walk out of the stall, out of the restroom, and Travis was over by the hot dogs getting a hot dog. <laughs> we're like we're like, Travis, if have you been out here the whole time? And he's like, Who the fuck were we just talking to? And then some stranger comes out of the bathroom. It was your voice twin. Oh my god. I wish I had met the guy. I'd be like, Do you take the same shits I do? Pretty much water. <laughs> Sludge. What is it like? <laughs> oh, damn. I think our dinner's about ready. You want to play a song so we yeah, can yeah. eat? I, need, I think I need to Cram eat. some food in yeah, while yeah. they listen to baseball songs, and then we come back and tell more stories. Yeah, yeah. At least a couple more, right? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, guys. We're, um, I think this is going to be the last break. What do you feel, Corey? I feel like we've rambled quite a bit. So. Yeah, I feel like we accidentally talk way too much on on these shows. I don't know how we do it. And it's weird because I'll have uh, all through the week I have this list of stuff I want to bring up, make sure to bring up on the next show and it's got like 20 things on it and then at the end of the show I'm like, "Damn, we only took one thing off the list. I forgot to mention any of these things." It's like we're good at talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all we really do, you know. 
Um, we, oh, I want to say something. We are, I don't know if it's our next show or the next one, because I don't know how time works and I haven't looked at a calendar mm-hmm. in a while, but soon we have a festival that the band is playing in Mexico, yes. Circus Mexicus, with yes. the Roger Klein people, a big, uh, a big to-do on the beach. Yeah, it'll be super fun. I'm super excited. We were there for like, what, three days or something? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did it last year. We did the their January jam, their, their, their winter version mm-hmm. of this last year. Super awesome. Yeah. The smaller version. This one's supposed to be a lot better, oh, a so lot yeah, bigger, a lot... Yeah. I've never gotten in more trouble than, uh, or I don't think the band's ever gotten in more trouble than <laughs> yeah. January Jam. <laughs> we did some fucked up shit there. <laughs> yeah, man. We, uh, one of us almost got kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fuck. all that is to say, uh, we're, we're doing three sets, two full band sets, one main support on the main stage, so that'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Actually, mid- two. Oh, yeah. Two? Whoa. One's on the other stage. On the other stage, but it's also main support for yeah, the other yeah. night, yeah. And then the middle day, we're doing a trio set, which we did last year, and it was one of the drunkest shows I've ever been to, let alone played. Damn, I was fucked up. The the owner of this bar kept just bringing trays of uh, tequila shots and just passing them out to the crowd. Yeah. And as soon as they'd empty, he'd just take it back and fill it up with more. And pressuring us to drink. <laughs> we, I've never been so peer pressured. We showed up to that thing, hung over, and he's like, "You guys can't play yet. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna get somebody to stall." He just brings over. Well, you got to try this really expensive tequila. Now you got to try this one. Now you got to try this. Now you got to try more of the first one, even though you know what it tastes like. Uh, drink more of that. Yeah. Here, let me crush up some Adderall for you. <laughs> we were like six <laughs> shots of uh, tequila deep at like ten in the morning, and he's like, "I think you you're about ready to play now." Okay. And then okay. proceeded <laughs> then proceeded to bring us tequila shots after like every fucking song. Oh, and we were hammered. God. Anyway, all that is oh, to say. Did you know? T- this time, apparently, they've renovated that whole place. And last time we were upstairs, and uh, I heard Rachel talking to the guy the other day. He said, well, you guys are too popular. We're moving you downstairs. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, all that is to say, uh, in addition to our three sets that we're playing there, they actually hit us up and said, we want you guys to record an episode of Americinda live on stage they put us on the event poster. That's crazy to <laughs> me. <laughs> so now we have to go sit on a stage with microphones and try to do this. What we're doing now, but in front of people. And I'm kind of scared shitless about well, it. It's funny. You were so scared. And I was like, but we got to do it. But we got to do it. And now I've seen it on the schedule. And I'm like, fucking scared. <laughs> so I was telling you, uh, the uh, – this podcast that my wife listens to in the car a lot, so I hear it when I'm in the car with her. It's called Smartless, and it's uh, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and uh, fucking uh, Will Arnett, yeah. three lo- like lifelong best buddies, and they just get on there and uh, fucking talk about nothing and bust each other's balls and just talk about bullshit. And then they bring on an A-list guest like fucking Obama or somebody yeah, like yeah, of yeah. that caliber, and they'll just kind of ignore him for an hour while they just bust each other's balls and we'll like ask them one question and then cut them off every time they start to talk, cut them off. Uh, so anyway, on the new uh, HBO Max, not HBO anymore, just Max app. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Who cares? Oh my God. Uh, they have a little six episode docu-series kind of thing where they went on a six uh, night live tour last February and they had never done live podcasts before. And the whole first episode is just long, like, 
uh, what the fuck do we do? Uh, do we just like go on stage, sit on a couch and like wave to the crowd and say, okay, guys, we're here. By the way, we're about to ignore you guys for an hour and then turn our heads, don't look at them again and then don't bring up the fact that we're there. And they're like, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do we do that? I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, also, do we need to get in touch with people if we're going to talk to people? Like, Are we going to interview people? Are we not going to interview know, people? We could easily interview our Charlie Stout and Amber. That would be fun. That'd be cool. We love both of them. Charlie's an amazing photographer, and he writes songs. And Amber's a fucking, just an amazing person and a great songwriter. Uh, and maybe if we could get Jim Dalton or Roger Klein. I don't know. And then then do what? Like, hey, uh, great to have you. Anyway, Travis, tell me about this time I you mean, pissed. I, well, like, I think that's the thing, right? Like, you ask him one fucking question, right? And you're like, oh, Jim. Well, I guess it wasn't the band time. If we got Roger, hey, Jim, what was it like doing the Hank fucking the King of the Hill fucking theme song? Yeah. You know, how did that happen? Listen to him for two minutes and then just bullshit the rest of the time, right? Yeah. I mean, who cares? I don't know. I literally don't and know. I, how I'd love to talk to Reckless Kelly, honestly, about how fucking cool they were to us when we were nothing and they were headlining over us and they just gave us shit out of their bus because they're like, we feel really bad for you guys. Like, oh, this festival didn't give you beer or water? Hold on. Yeah. And they, they went and got a, a cooler that was their cooler yeah. filled up and brought it over to us. Yeah. We're like, we feel bad for you guys. So Yeah, I mean, I would love to talk to those guys about that and be like, thank you so much. You didn't even know us. That yeah. was amazing to <laughs> us. Like, I, I don't think – I don't even know if they'll remember that. Probably not. And <laughs> the only reason I say that is because a couple years ago – we were oh, fuck. Uh, we were watching the Super Bowl I mean, all separately because it was during COVID, and uh, it was the year the weekend performed, and I thought it was dope. Like uh-huh. the song, I love his music. The songs yeah. were dope. The the thing where he went in that little like golden mirror maze thing was dope. Uh, you know, then, I wasn't watching. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was really cool. And then the, the lead singer uh, tweeted like something about like I don't I just don't get this shit. Like it's terrible or whatever. And I, I tweeted back, like, actually, I think this is fucking awesome. And, like, he's like, well, maybe it's just because I'm, like, over 40 and I don't get this shit. And I was like, well, like, half of our band's over 42 and, like, we love it. And he's like, well, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Who the fuck? And I was like, I just responded, like, well, we've played, like, three shows together, so LOL or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then a bunch of people, like, left, like, LOL emojis and, like, get gifs and, like... <laughs> We're, well, it's funny because, like, we're playing with them this coming tour. Yes. And then we're playing with them the next tour, right? Yes. So, <laughs> so like, hey, we're going to see you soon, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at the festival that they booked, the Braun Brothers reunion, we're playing that. In fact, fuck, we should bring that story up if we can interview them live on stage and embarrass them. I like this plan. Uh, you know what? In fact, the the guy that booked us for the to do the live pod, he said, "Do you want me to try to get a Reckless Kelly on the pod?" Yes. So I'll I'll reach back out to him. So let's let's try to get Reckless Kelly on the yeah. podcast. Like, let's get yeah, like Reckless. We should hit up Amber and Charlie and see if they're interested. We'll do one break with each of yeah. them. Let's just not ask them, and then we'll spring it on them the first day yes. to the festival. There it is. <laughs> like, there it is. By the way, we're he doing this do thing this tomorrow. <laughs> Wake up super early, uh, do some tequila shots with us, and then uh, let us bust well, your balls. You know what's actually funny? It's not early. We play the trio show like four hours before we do the fucking... Oh, we're going to be hammered on that part. We're way more headliner the podcast than the trio is. <laughs> <laughs> and on a more like main stage, too. It's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs>
fucking, so fucking stupid, man. Uh, all right, let's move on with that. You had a butthole story. Oh, let's last story, and then we're gonna end the podcast with a bunch more baseball yeah. songs. Let's just go out on, with a list of baseball songs yeah, let's do to, it. to fucking crush. But uh, I want to end on this uh, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen at a bar. I mean, it's one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard about a bar. Yeah. So I had this buddy that I worked with, and his mom died. And he, like, took a bunch of time off of work, and he was, like, having a hard time dealing with it. And he was, like, texting me about it, like, periodically. He was just saying how, like, sad and, like, withdrawn he was. And I was just like, hey, I, that super sucks and, like, very sad. I was like, uh, whenever you are ready... Like me and you, we'll go hit the town and do something stupid just so for, like, five fucking seconds you can, like, stop thinking about this and, like, get out of your head about it. And then, like, it's okay to be sad, but, like, also, like, it's okay not to be sad for five minutes and then be sad again, yeah. you know? And he's like, I don't know if, if, if I'll be ready, but whatever. Uh, a few hours later, he's like, I changed my mind. I'm ready. Fucking let's go. Oh, yeah. So I took him to this bar that's normally dead. Normally, like, we're the only two fuckers in there. And I, was I like, mean, I love this bar. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, awesome. this will be a great place to go. We go in there. There's a, uh, a combination drag and burlesque show. So every other act was, it was a burlesque act and then a drag act and then a burlesque act and then a drag act. Super fun. <laughs> in this teeny tiny bar with no stage. It is, I mean, fucking smaller than... Most houses. I mean, it, like, it, I mean, it's you, tiny. If it's you put smaller than a one-bedroom apartment. 40, 50 people in there is, like, uncomfortably crowded. Yeah, I mean, uh, to where, yeah, the bar's <laughs> t- tiny. I mean, it's fucking, it's the smallest fucking place. Yeah. So you're right up on the performers while they're performing. Anyway, we're like, this is fucking crazy. Like, we're having a great time. Halfway through, the MC gets on the thing and says, like, okay, for our next act... We're going to have a butthole judging contest. Do we have any fucking volunteers from the crowd? Also, there was nobody signed up for this already. No. It was just like on the cuff, fuck off the cuff, <laughs> like, all right, we're going to start this. Th- what if nobody showed up? What if nobody mm-hmm. wanted to show their butthole? Yeah, well, four or five people fucking did. So they go up. They got in the line facing the crowd. They bent over with their pants down where the butthole was facing away from the crowd. But, like, oh. we could see the front of their faces and the fact that they were pantsless and that their bare ass was out. So that's what I was going to say, like. Well, one tried to turn and the MC, like, quickly grabbed them. And he's like, no, 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 we're, we're going to go to jail. Like, yeah. <laughs> Where did he grab him? His ass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how you turn a person, yeah. right? <laughs> and then, uh, it was, so it was, uh, like, a, a, a drag performer and then the MC. Uh, or maybe it was a person from the audience. I can't remember who was the. <laughs> so they had to. Another question. Was this just they're sitting at the table? Wouldn't it be funny if we had a butthole judging contest that day? And who the fuck else agreed? Yeah. Well, (laughs) it went off without a hitch, so it worked. You know, like. So anyway, there's a line of like five people bent over, bare-assed for quite a long time. And here's how it worked. (laughs) The the host, like, gave a mic to, I can't remember if it was a fan. I think it might have just been a person from the crowd looking at the buttholes. And he said, look at butthole number one. And he goes, now, describe this butthole to the crowd because they can't look at it for legal reasons. But don't use words that are, like, descriptive about buttholes. <laughs> describe it, like, in, like, more flowery terms. Like, say, 
this is the most Lord of the Ring butthole I've ever seen, or just like come up with like Mordor. Yeah, and then based on your descriptions, we'll have the audience clap for the best butthole, Mm. and then so they were just coming up with the dumbest fucking scenarios for what these buttholes look like, and then putting their hand over these heads, like, what do we think about yeah the Mordor butthole or whatever, and like. Like, this one looks like a chocolate starfish. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, me and my buddy, who's like, mom just died. Like, like jaw open. Like, is I, 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 is what am I seeing happen? Is this really happening right in front of me? It's funny. It's like you, you know, you hear about wet T-shirt contests all the fucking time and stuff. Like, never heard of a. Strictly butthole judging yeah. contest. Like, what's next? Like a, a ball sack judging <laughs> contest? Like, what are we talking about here? Never heard of one before. It, Never heard of one since. Was it women and men? It was all all genders, everything between. Like, because okay. it was very like a uh, the group organizing the event was very like there was trans, there was gay, yeah. there was uh, straight. The LGBTQ. It was everything community. though, because yeah, yeah. there was definitely like some straight burlesque. Uh, performers too, uh-huh. like uh, those cis, those everything. It yeah, was yeah. all combined. It was really a fucking fun event. That is, um, I, I wish I had been there. Yeah, so I get, wish I had been there. Yeah, we get trashed, and like the next day, uh, my buddy texts me, and he just like, he was like, "Can you fucking believe we saw a butthole judging contest?" And then after that, he was like, not so sad that his mom died. So I think the next move is <laughs> at a at a show on stage. We should get Trey to judge our buttholes. There you go. <laughs> I would love that. I would do it. <laughs> Trey's Kulo contest. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. The chili ring contest. Yeah, who's got the brightest chili ring? <laughs> who, looked, who looks... Who's got a fucking hemorrhoid right now? <laughs> but the moral of this story is if you're ever feeling down, go look at a butthole and you'll feel yeah. much better. I feel like that's true. I feel like that's true. A nice little butt forest. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel like that's an ender. Look at a baseball. I mean, look at a baseball. Look at a butthole. Yeah. Watch some baseball. Listen to some baseball songs. And uh, stay, stick around with your uh, Americana buddies. Sounds and, uh, like a fucking great day to yeah. me. Yeah. Reach out to us on all the places. We're at Vandaliers on every social media. Forever at Vandaliers at Gmail. And or no, forever at vandalers.com is our is our email. You can hit us up on personals too. Uh, me and Corey both got Instagrams and all the shit. And uh, uh, oh, some last week, some, one of our fans decided that uh, our troublemakers VFFV group on Facebook is a Facebook group. Uh, it's a it's a private group. We we accept all people that ask to be invited. Uh, there's like an official thread to talk about the podcast in there. So is there really? Yeah. Come find that thread. Ask all your questions. Usually, for most of these stories, I have a picture somewhere saved on my phone. I can uh, whip out and same. You know, you know what I no have, butthole pictures though. You know what I have a video of though <coughs> is you when that pee got in my mouth. We'll throw it on the <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw it in the Facebook group. Now you got something to look forward to. <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> Play ball. Yeah. Yeah.